0: Welcome to episode 88 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have some fun along with you. We try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. We are back! I'm back! Joey's back! Kraken Hockey's back! We got Trips, Trips up the wazoo, Trips, 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 Uh, International Playboy Joey, uh, Pacific Coast me, and then... Hockey's back, specifically Kraken hockey in the Kraken reaction. The preseason is here. We're going to predict the entire season based on one or is it like two? really weird preseason games. We'll discuss, we'll break, uh, the Kraken are breaking some boundaries in hockey. What's up, Jessica Campbell? That's really cool. They continue to push and make things more awesome for hockey. The preseason schedule, the national TV schedule, rookie camp, what else? Tentacles. We'll review some tentacles, I guess. I'm not sure. I like octopus tentacles. Are those tentacles? They have tentacles, right? Tentacles, man. Tentacles. Or is that just squid? I don't know. NHL news, Mike Babcock. Holy shit, he's an asshole. Sorry, I'm swearing out the gate. I'm just so pumped to do this. He's out as the Columbus Blue Jackets head coach. It's two weeks old but we got to talk about this no dumb questions from daniel on twitter x uh he asks will the kraken get a captain this year i don't know and then three stars of the week where joey and i kind of talk about our personal lives a little bit and all the cool stuff that's been happening we rank them in our three stars let's get to it thank you for waiting for us i think we probably retain maybe like three listeners so thanks for being yeah shout you know, out to the three people that yeah, are here what's again. up let's get to episode 88 of the kraken pod let's go Is up. My name is Jeff Janusic. This is my friend and co-host Joey Cirillo. Dude, we just—we it's been like a month. You jealous of how tan I am? You you so. In, in the open, I called you the international playboy. Yeah. And like, dude, you were you were tweeting or Xing or whatever and Instagramming and all this. Like, you're just like... Dude, I
1: know. I came back and I felt so refreshed. I was just like, let's fucking go, man. I got back from vacation. I'm like, I feel energized. I'm doing a bunch of social media shit. I just yeah. felt... I felt good. That has quickly dissipated.
0: I'm back to feeling like, fuck this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well... <laughs> Once the season starts and we start cranking out content and stuff, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. be ground down in like two seconds. Oh, yeah. No, but dude, like the, the, the pictures, the videos of you just like with the round glasses, looking international, tan, yeah. having drinks. or are women's sunglasses, but I was rocking them. Not, dude, that looked like, uh, I have sunglasses like that. So, yeah. don't, you know, it's You're good. You're probably Look, wearing your wife's International sunglasses. Playboy means you wear what you want. Yeah, you just do, do whatever you want. Means you're fluid. Yeah, I'm out in a two-piece. You're international fluid, yeah. man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. We'll talk more about that, but we really probably should get to the Seattle Kraken. That's what you're here for. That's what you're pumped about because it's weird. It's like, didn't really think about it for much at all over the past three months, and then all of a sudden, boom. Everything is here. Everything is here. So let's do this. Is We'll get to the Kraken reaction. We'll talk some NHL news. And then we've got our uh, another question. And then we'll also talk about these trips. Yeah, you just said the outline of every episode. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Here is your Kraken reaction. Okay. So... This is Tuesday, the twenty sixth of September. Last <laughs> night was this weird, two, like I, I don't remember, I don't remember this I don't remember this happening ever. I don't know if this is new. Is this yeah. something that happens every year? Inter squad scrimmages that basically happened. One was in Calgary and one was in Seattle. Uh huh. Right. And did you watch any of this? I couldn't find any any streams. I couldn't, I couldn't watch any of it. And also, as a lifelong
1: hockey fan, which everyone knows me to be, absolutely. Um, I don't ever recall this being a thing where it was like, there's one home and one away. I mean, I kind of like it because it, it splits up the team and it gives a lot of, it gives the guys right chances to get more time on ice That's TOI for those that are new. Look at that. Unlike myself. That's that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, I don't know, but uh, in all seriousness, I've never, um, I've never seen that before. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention long enough. I'm not exactly sure, but Hey, whatever guys get time on ice. It is what it is. And the Kraken had their first
0: preseason game last night. Kraken hockey is back. Back. It's back. We're back. And, and we are back, and I'm excited because I'm trying to think of what happened. So in Calgary, mm-hmm. one squad. That's Canada. Right? That's in Canada, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Alberta, the province of
1: Alberta. Dome. Yeah, Largest rodeo in North America. Huge rodeo. Big bull Canadian balls. Canadian fun facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Giant bull balls. Strap them up. Get them angry. Cow shit and a really sketchy
0: walkway up top that they make all the broadcasters yeah. use. Thank you, John Forslund, for, for highlighting that. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so I can't believe we just said bulls balls. I did. So anyway, um, <laughs> bulls balls. We won in Calgary. So there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then we lost in Seattle. Just like in the regular season last year, baby, we suck at home. We
1: kick ass on the road, and we lost in a shootout. So that's like totally consistent. <laughs> you know, and we're yeah, we're staying up past midnight trying to track the Seattle Kraken for a shootout. Dude, the Kraken are back. So I predict <laughs> I predict we're gonna have
0: the same season as last year. We're gonna no, make the playoffs. <laughs> it's awesome. I love. I'll take it. It's exactly where we left off. But that's yes. that's why we have these games. So yeah. Yes. So yes. Yes. Yesterday the uh, Kraken um, put out the schedule. They had you know two specific squads. I felt like, mm-hmm. and I just you know looked at it. I felt like the the Home squad was more of the rookies yeah. and the young guys. And then the squad that went to Calgary was more of like, you know, Matty Beneers and the, and, and I, I guess I can call him a veteran now, since the team's only three years yeah, old.
1: Yeah, played at home, but that's yeah. fine. I know what you're saying. No, he
0: did. Did he play at home? He played
1: at home. Oh, crap. Cause he had the power play goal. I made, I oh, even yeah. made a note. Maddie Beneers,
0: beers for Beneers, strong PP. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Note to self is when we do the podcast, check the notes. Joey, yeah. <laughs> Joey makes. I'm flying by the seat of <laughs> my pants already. Episode one of the new season. Whatever, so, man. We were yeah. off for like a month. So, yeah, that's true. You know, which we, which honestly wasn't unintentional,
1: but we never we never do that. So it feels good to come back, fucking hitting the ground running. Kind no.
0: of. Yeah, actually, you know what? If you haven't, it's like we were running hey, and then you just look, fell and scraped your knee. Sh- sh- wink, 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 right. wink. Hey, if you haven't listened since uh, last season ended, mm-hmm. man, what a summer of never missing ep- an episode. Like we just crushed it. We mm-hmm. we crushed it all uh, summer long. Yes, which was fan- which was awesome, right? So yeah. like you know, and if you're if you missed out on those episodes, go back and start yeah. from episode one and yeah. listen all the way through. Yeah. And if you get to the summer, like mainly like August and you uh, 2023 and you mm-hmm. see that there were no episodes published, something's wrong. You yeah. Get, I your, would contact whoever your yeah. uh, podcast provider is. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. I would yeah. Check, check out Apple podcasts yeah. and something's wrong. Send Spotify a nice handwritten note. We easily recorded like I think 10 episodes in that stretch. Anyway, yeah. so, so it's like two episodes a week. So you know, I watched some highlights, and you know it's awesome to see Yamamoto. Yamamoto, that is Washington, most, Washington native, man, Washingtonian. That's just a fun name. It is a great name. And then there's now we got to have nicknames for him. Yeah, I saw some nicknames flying Yam. around. Yam, Yam, Yam's a big one. Yam's is like a good that. one. I think it was. I don't know if it was Emerald City or if it was uh, the uh, uh, Crack in Canada. A crack in Canada may have said that one, which yeah. which is good. So yeah, we got to start thinking of our uh, nicknames. So Yams is good, I and mean, that's probably exactly what his nickname is. But yeah, I think Yams is perfect. Yamamoto. Actually like moto motor moto
1: no no Nope. you're just trying to tie in things to the motor city i know what you're doing Detroit Red, Detroit podcast. Red podcast, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They'll make the playoffs, too. It's happening. Watch out. Yes, they are. All right, so uh, what's going on for the rest of the regular season? I'm sorry, preseason. Well,
1: we, we're skipping over a whole bunch of shit, man. Do you want to talk about Jessica Campbell being in the box last night? I mean, being behind the bench and coaching the Seattle Kraken, no big deal. Just the second, you know, God. woman in NHL history, Jeff. Not, not, You're so sexist. You just I'm, want to blow right over. Dude, I'm totally, I'm not only am I'm I
0: rusty, I'm, now I'm sexist You're all of a sudden. Rusty, I sexist. You're not no. even good at being sexist. You're just rusty. That is (laughs) rusty. Actually, that was really super cool, is the Seattle Kraken, again, uh, made history as jessica campbell who is the assistant coach for the firebirds she was behind the bench last night um in seattle did i get that in right in seattle okay you did get good that i got right. that right okay, yes awesome, awesome you did get that right and um that was awesome to see but the you know the crack and keep pushing to make hockey better i agree more women in hockey yeah um you know behind the bench and just being part of teams is is, is great so. she was
1: beat by one day it was Corey chevere if i mispronounce it. Guess what? We're fucking back, baby. Um, of the PHWL Montreal and she's their head coach and she was behind the bench for the penguins on Sunday. So we literally, you know, she lost out by a day. <sighs> I don't think she cares about penguins that. Don't don't count. And listen, there's people kind of want to talk a little bit of shit about this thing. It's an incredible feat for me. I want to make this a thing that's normalized. So where, when a woman is behind the bench and coaching an NHL team, It's not a big fucking deal anymore because it's just the norm that we are seeing in this state of hockey and across professional sports, period. And so that way, hopefully in the future, we can stop being like, look at this cool thing an amazing woman did. And it's like, look at this awesome, talented, professional human being coaching a hockey team. It's not I would like, yes, I would like to get to that point. Mm -hmm. It is obviously not a, a normal thing we're seeing, but you know what? This is how you get there.
0: Well, you know what? Also, I, I like where hockey's at, where like the v, the female voice is strong mm-hmm. from fans all the way up to, you know, the broadcast booth um, to behind the bench and to being involved in like hockey management. Yeah. And uh, it just keeps getting bigger and better. So I'm, I'm excited for that moment to happen where, like you said, it's not a headline, which is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. And for a, I wish we could do a thing, like a segment where it's like the people that were online talking shit. If we do like a Saint, Jay and Silent Bob thing, where we can like show up to their houses and like read out their tweets <laughs> to them. And then we have, like, Jessica with us. Yes. And then it's like, hey, Jessica, talk to this person about hockey for two minutes and just record them just getting fucking roasted and then be like, all right, we're going to move on to the next person. we got to fly out to Arizona now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a great idea. Write that down. We'll get some planning going.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so th- that was an awesome moment. And, uh, you know, we got to see what uh, the Kraken had been working on. But there's a lot going on is, you know, we're in the middle of rookie camp. We've got uh, the preseason looming. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird to me to think that, like, I mean, I don't know. We're like two weeks away. Are we two weeks away from from like the regular season starting? Uh, season opener is in Las Vegas, I think, on
1: the 10th. I'm fucking up. I have all the dates for everything except for that specific game. But, yeah, the season opener is uh, at Las Vegas. They are going to, uh, you know, drop their banner for winning the Stanley. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to have to go in there and beat them that game and uh, really upset
0: them. I love that. I love that that we have to watch that happen. I do too. And I love that the players have to sit there through that whole drawn-out ceremony. Cause, mm-hmm. And also, it's going to be insane because it's Las Vegas. So like they're going to be over the top. And I'm not giving them credit, but they do know how to put on a show. Yes. So I kind of gave them credit. But I'm October i taking back. October 10th, I was right. October 10th. Yeah, okay, so October 10th. It's like two weeks. It's 7.30 uh, or whatever, right? And I'm ready, for, but I, I want the Seattle Kraken, wh- whoever's actually in the in the official regular season lineup, I mm-hmm. want them to look at that, watch it the whole time, get angry they have to sit through that, stupid ass ceremony Mm -hmm. and get angry at seeing that banner yeah i do too use that as fuel exactly yeah
1: feel the hate and Mm -hmm. then um Mm -hmm. in positive news burakovsky is officially off the ir he's back dude we got burakovsky back i'm still nervous though don't don't do that his groin's just fine he's been stretching he's good and if you looked at his like little chalkboard thing that they did for all the uh all the skaters he posted that this whole offseason he was just rehabbing because he spelled rehabbing with one B. He did. He said, I'm, I've been rehabbing. Well, so it's he's right. been rehabbing all summer. English is not his first language. I was doing the opposite of rehabbing. Yeah. I was anti rehabbing. You were in reha- rehab. Uh, I was in rehabbing. You should go to rehabbing. And then I broke out of rehabbing. <laughs> I shouldn't go back to rehabbing. <laughs> is that you're like in some crazy Greek rehab? I, I, yeah, something like that. It's
0: hurting I, my brain to say it that way. That's
1: really it's really hard. I know. It's really weird. Yeah. Do, um, really quick here, and we're not going to make this the podcast that talks about uh, a schedule and every single game coming up, but I do have the nationally televised games for the Seattle Kraken laid out in front of us here. 13 games for the Seattle Kraken this year are going to be nationally televised. Yeah, I highlighted a couple that I'm particularly interested in. I'll just talk about them really, really quick. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. I feel like we're going to be on the same page. So obviously, season opener at Las Vegas on ESPN. A week later, home against the Colorado Avalanche, who we obviously beat as a divisional round. That's going to be fantastic. Also, the whole storyline, Kale McCarr, Father Canner, all that stuff yeah so a week later we get that game uh january 1st obviously the winter classic versus las vegas on tnt uh seattle at t-mobile park lord knows the mariners won't be playing because they're about to get fucking out of the anyways i don't even want to talk about that (laughs) moving on and then this is a big one february 19th espn at home versus detroit red wings detroit red wings podcast look at
0: that i'm I'm ready for that i highlighted that just for you i thank you for highlighting that and that's also penciled that is penciled into penciled into maybe Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I mean, what we should, we, we should winter we classic
1: it up, but we got to figure out our, we got to figure we out do. our lives. We got to get some, um, also a big one that I also highlighted for me. Cause I'm just really, really excited for this one. April 13th uh, at Dallas on ABC. That's, that is going to be huge because that was such a great series last year uh, in the playoffs. I'm excited to see that the Dallas crowd is going to be rowdy for that one. And also, the Kraken have uh, three games in a week. As the season gets ready uh, to wrap up, that are going to be nationally televised. It's the game against Dallas. The next night, it's at St. Louis. And uh, we all know how I feel about their goalie, his girlfriend Pete and the, and the Stanley, and then uh, and then at Minnesota four days later, and
0: that's going to be on ESPN. So I'm very very excited, man. Like there's going to be a lot of national
1: exposure for the Seattle Kraken this offseason, this uh, season rather.
0: Yep, and that's a, that's getting into that that playoff primer. And some of the, for some reason I just had this thought when you started talking about the the goalie who will not be named from the St. Louis Blues mm-hmm. is. My gut is telling me, and it's ter- terribly wrong with hockey these days. That like he's a giant piece of shit? Well, maybe he won't be the starting goaltender by the end of the year. Season. Uh, if he keeps doing what he did last season, I wouldn't be surprised if he got the old hook. So, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, he's a hothead. He's, he's got a lot of uh, issues there. So, what if he's not? Mm-hmm. Hot take number one. Hot take number one. No, you're, you had another hot take already. You
1: came in with something. I completely forgot what it was. Oh, but the, the Kraken already... would
0: continue on because, based on losing <coughs> last night in the yes. shootout yeah. <laughs> and winning at home and losing on the road or winning on the road and losing at home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally yeah, do, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh-huh, cool. All right. So that's, that's, that, what's cool about that is not only is, there, like, is it uh, uh, a statement to the fact that the Kraken are a good hockey team yes. and they compete. And uh, they make games exciting, right? Uh-huh. Because it's you know a lot of offense and all that sort of good stuff. And that's what Seattle sports teams do, man. They'll they'll keep
1: you there long enough to either rip your heart out or give you a big hug.
0: Exactly. Yes. And uh, yeah. I've been following the Seahawks and all that sort of good stuff. So have yeah. you been a little bit? Yeah. How's their last game? What they do? Uh, they uh, lost. Now nah, they won. So Shit. you're lying. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I followed them against the lions. That's it. And I was pissed that they won and angry that the lions didn't uh, go for it. And they knew they, they
1: were going to win that game. I actually put some
0: money on it. Um, Oh okay, yeah. Against Detroit. Listen, they, they
1: lost week one, um, to the Rams and mm-hmm. week two was already like a must win bounce back game for Seattle. It's a classic Seattle game where it's like they lose the game. They're expected to win. And then win the game they're expected to lose. That's what Seattle sports do, man. Come on, I thought you were better than this. Well, where's the weird?
0: Are the Mariners going to be in the playoffs? What's up? No,
1: they're not, Jeff. So we can move so on. on. They just keep getting their fucking shit kicked in by
0: everyone in the AL West. They just decide to give up. Oh, no, it's actually very sad. I'm sorry. Okay, that's all right. So we like we're we're prime. We got football and we got hockey. Yeah, right. So we're pumped. Hockey's
1: back. It's fine.
0: Hockey's back. Okay, who, good.
1: Who 162
0: games of sadness? That's okay. Well, the the next thing though I was going to say is that like. I, that means to me there's so many televised games is that there's there's a healthy seattle Kraken fandom yes around the country absolutely uh, enough so that they would put that on national tv because that gets viewers right so it's a passionate yeah. fan base so not only a good team mm-hmm. who provides good competition against teams but also to uh, a great fan base that shows up to watch games yeah and the, you on know TV.
1: obviously and we have some guys that can you know that can make some headlines because not only did we do really good last year and we're a good hockey team but you know maddie benears winning the calder which was that was the easiest money to ever make of all time dude Uh, but now we have you know the returning rookie of the year Um, Shane Wright by the way got put on an exemption so he's cleared to play in the AHL this season but he has made it very clear in all of his interviews this offseason um, and during the camp that he's like, hey, I'm, I'm playing to make the roster for the Seattle Kraken. So like, there's a lot of good storylines surrounding the organization that make it easier for them to be nationally broadcast. And I have to quickly shout out uh, was Jeff Baker and Kate Shefty at the Seattle Times because they were doing a lot of coverage for – I mean, there's a lot of coverage overall. Uh, but I was reading some of their coverage for uh, the Seattle Kraken's uh, rookie camp, which is two days long, and was just reading some of their highlights on it because obviously we can't watch. We're down in New Orleans just trying to watch hockey. And uh, some of the notes they made was uh, Ty Cartier, they were projecting him as like most likely to make the uh, to make the roster. And he's <laughs> a he's a member of the Kraken Pod fam, so he's a the Kraken Pod alum. I mean, dude, so he was the AHL rookie of the year. Um, He got the experience last year in the playoffs. Um, There's also just the way the roster is kind of shaped up. There's room in the roster for him. Uh, Shane Wright looked fantastic in camp. Again, it's only two days long, uh, but he looked great, and he was also working with coaches and acting like a a leader. And then another note, which I fucking love, because I fell in love with this guy during the draft just because of the fit he was wearing. Uh, Ty Nelson, the freaking defender. He's not even that tall. He's like 5'9", 5'10", but he's built like a a freaking brick shithouse, man. Just put him out. On the ice, and he had like a really rough uh upbringing too, and they think that that's kind of translates like his mindset on the ice. I'm just really, really excited to see him continue to develop. So, shout out to uh, those individuals over at the Seattle Times because I was just reading some of their notes on the rookie camp.
0: So, there's so many things to look forward to this season. I think it's gonna be exciting storylines. Mm-hmm. There's so much. There's drama, which will be fun to watch. Is mm-hmm. like who's gonna make the team? Yes, you know which rookies are gonna make the team. What's yes. gonna happen? How are we gonna get rolling? Can can. Can Gru continue his playoff role? Yes. Uh, of and I mean role Dr- like R-O-L-L.
1: Drieger's back Trace. and, he, and he, it was good to see him out on the ice last night as mm-hmm. well uh, mm-hmm. for the preseason game. And by that I mean reading about it because I couldn't watch the game.
0: That's right. There's some yeah. nice pictures from the Seattle Kraken admins on their yeah. uh, on their social exactly. media, just so. following that along. Just
1: still shots, which is cool. I get it. Borgie Sorry. looked fantastic again. Sure preseason, not trying to overreact to preseason, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about. Who is Ron Francis going to fleece?
0: for the trade deadline. There's so many things I'm looking forward to. He's already planned it out. Yeah, no, he's already got it. He's yeah. got the CSI red string photos yeah. like already in his office. No, it's not the
1: Charlie Day meme
0: where That's he's it. like yeah. smoking a cig and he's just like all cracked, cracked out. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. All yeah. right, so... Getting ready, uh, we we are. Not, I think we'll save our official like we should do our official NHL predictions episode uh, okay. coming up before the regular season yeah. starts. So we have a maybe couple of weeks next week or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I'm not going to predict what's going to happen. Although I do think it's a pretty safe bet. We're both going to say they make the playoffs this year. The Kraken yeah. at least. Uh. Yeah. I'm I'm in on the
1: Kraken making the playoffs this year. It's kind of funny because I was I was looking at the athletic and reading their articles and they just do great coverage across pretty much every sport that's out there and everything they've written about this yellow Kraken. It's like. Can they sustain what they did last year? Like, I'm like, are you out of talking points for what's going on with the organization or what? I was going to twist it to have some drama. No, I agree. But the recent one that came out was like, are the Kraken going to be like the team that was just like a team's team? Or are they going to see uh, the, like the emergence of a superstar this particular season? that was their whole thing. They're reading on. I'm just like, I don't know. So we'll see what happens.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see, you know, Mm -hmm. one thing is like, you know, uh, the flames apparently is a hot pick pun intended, to mm-hmm. be nice. one of the better teams or make, make a comeback. We're going to douse
1: those flames with water. New coach. We're going to come right? out of the water and just all over the flames.
0: Right. Well, they, you know, Daryl Sutter lost his, lost his job because of a lot of controversy behind the bench, mm-hmm. which pales in comparison to what happened in Columbus in the past <sighs> month. We have not talked. You may, you probably have, uh, heard about this to death. It's a great segue, But it's Yes, you thank did you great. very much. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm working. I'm not rusty anymore. I've shaken the rust off. <laughs> Midseason performance right here. Uh, but Mike Babcock. I'll say before we get into that is the whole Mike Babcock has been known to be a Babcock for a long time. Like he's he's been good known cop, to Babcock. Yes, you like that? Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, wait, good, good cop, cop, bad Babcock.
1: cop. T shirt, you, you got a
0: t shirt, dude. So, I just made that up. up.
1: Yeah. We can sell uh, like we, 10 need a, of those. we need a good cop Babcock shirt. We do. <laughs> it's just him with,
0: with sunglasses on. Crossed out. Yeah, and then it's crossed out. Um, so, if you haven't heard, if you haven't paid attention to any NHL news or looked at social media, because this was bigger than the NHL, mm-hmm. is that Mike Babcock got fired mm-hmm. as the Columbus Blue Jackets head coach yes. before the season even started because he was hired in the offseason. Yes. So, he was there for two months. There was major drama. What happened, Joey?
1: this is okay this is crazy so again as a as a person that's very new to hockey a lot of times when i'm reading about this notorious stuff, asshole uh,
0: by the way the toor- no notorious. Oh, and notorious and this is what i this is
1: what i found behind very, the scenes very interesting because as i'm reading into basically how this whole controversy started um how he ended up being fired and then the history behind it, i'm like this is crazy so it's kind of controversial how it already started because it, the news was was broken, broke, broken on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. It was Paul Bizinet and all those guys that a lot of people are not fans of. Whatever doesn't matter. Indifferent does whatever. And on the Spit and Chicklets podcast, they had a player that that basically revealed to them that Babcock was asking uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, their captain, Boone Jenner, to show him his camera roll on his phone because he wanted to, quote, let me know the type of person that you are. So this news was broken. They got kind of slammed for it. They're like, this isn't verifiable. Like, you guys are just saying a bunch of shit. And they're like, dude, we stand by our sources. This is a real thing. Like, we're a player's podcast. Babcock is a weird dude and he does, like, inappropriate shit where he, like, takes players' phones and, like, goes through their camera roll. And then he was also projecting Injecting like images on a screen from players' camera rolls, so uh, so other players could like look at it, and it was using it as like this weird bonding strategy for the team. That I don't even know how that would bond people at all. I'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of my phone. Anyways, um, so it became a huge a huge deal, and turns out that the NHLPA, the Players Association, ends up investigating. It turns out the reports were true. He was really doing this. There were statements released by, um, actually, uh, Jenner was one of the guys that released a statement saying he actually didn't think it was that weird. Um, I think he was just covering for the coach, if I'm being completely honest He was covering for the Blue Jackets. Yeah, he was covering for the Blue Jackets because the statement was such like a legal statement. I'm like, no fucking way Jenner is talking like this right now. He's just covering for the organization. And then other players came out anonymously being like, yeah, this is weird. He held my phone for like an extended period of time, which is going through my stuff i don't know what's going on and so he ends up resigning to not deal with the controversy anymore uh pascal vincent was named the replacement he signed a two-year deal so that is the current head coach of the columbus blue jackets um looking into the history of this this is not surprising good cop babcock and he was previously fired in toronto in 2019 was under scrutiny for already doing like polarizing what they called old school coaching techniques uh, with a, with a, uh, with Toronto, and the crazy part is, this is one of the techniques he was using in Toronto that the players were not liking. Where he was like taking their phones and going through their stuff, and then projecting whatever, dude. It's all really weird. And I want to ask you about this because he was with your and our Detroit Red Wings, Detroit Red Wings podcast, and he won the Stanley Cup with them in two thousand and eight. So, what do you know about and what can you recall from his time, you know, with Detroit in two thousand and eight, and kind of just the controversy surrounding him then? Because he has a the history of being like this old school dude, but his tactics are fucking weird, man.
0: So he he's hardcore and he, yeah. he he's old school, but also old school like there's old school coaches who are who are great old school coaches, right? But he's an old school coach who's an asshole, and um, you know, at the time, like social media is just in two thousand eight, like when they win the Stanley Cup, it's just like you know, just at the dawn of social media. So mm-hmm. you know, there's uh, not a lot of stories coming out. Yeah. Um, now, uh, uh, what I knew is that he was tough dude, yeah. and he won us the Stanley Cup and he was there for a good amount of time with Detroit through like arguably the best era uh, of the best era Mm -hmm. of the Detroit Red Wings. So like, okay, give him credit. But then as time goes on over the past five, six, seven years, you start to learn that, you know, he was a complete asshole. And there's like a pretty famous story. Um, Chris Chelios told a story on Spit and Chicklets mm-hmm. about how Johan Franzen, who played for the Red Wings. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, nicknamed the Mule. This dude was awesome. Johan Franzen was awesome, and he, like, he would stand in front of the net. I, I love, I'm a huge fan, I've said this before in the podcast, of redirecting pucks. I love that shit. Yeah, that's why old boy for Dallas last year was just crushing us. I know, I know, yeah. but he was also an asshole in front of the net. But Johan right. Franzen was an asshole in front of the net. Now, here's the deal about Johan Franzen is he retired in 2015 because he had um, concussion problems, okay. So he was dealing with a bunch of shit. I'm surprised that the guy that stands in front of the net all the time has concussion issues. Well, he just he was a hard hard ass player. Like yeah. he played he played hard. He's big dude. He's great, right? Um, but uh, Chris Chelios on the uh, Spit and Chickens podcast was talking about um, in 2012 Game Five against the Predators on the bench, Babcock laid into Johan Franzen mm-hmm. and Chris Chelios hard-ass, old-school, like, just, you know, the guy is still made of steel, right? Yeah, yeah, just He's just, like, he's just old-school, old-school. And he said that, basically, on the bench, he didn't say what he said, but he said that Johan Franzen was verbally abused on the bench, so much so that he was just, like, shaken. Because... What he wasn't playing great, yeah. and at the time, what the team didn't know wasn't being discussed was that he was going through huge issues with with concussions. Like he was okay. keeping that a secret, right?
1: Yeah. But uh, so he's hiding the fact that he should medically retire because he yeah. wanted to keep playing. Right. Right. The coach probably knew about it and then yeah. just just completely abuses him on the bench.
0: Yep. So basically, Chris Chelios said that he was like. I don't know what he said. He said, I don't know what he said to him behind closed doors, but on the bench, he was verbally abusive. If Chris Chelios is saying that somebody was verbally abusive, I can't imagine the shit that was coming out of his I mouth. can't like, I can, when, when Chris Chelios was on the bench, right? Playing hockey in the late eighties and the early nineties mm-hmm. and all through the mid two thousands. Yeah. I can't imagine what was being said mm-hmm. back in the day and for every game, if, right, every game for him I mean, to say that has got to be bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh Mike Babcock, complete asshole. Hopefully he's finally canceled from hockey. Um, I think he's pretty much done. I think he's pretty much done. I, yeah. I do I do Love the old school mentality of being a hard ass, and some some players need that. Yeah,
1: some uh, people resonate with that, but there's a fine line, right, between right. like I'm being a hard coach, and then also I'm just verbally abusing you to the right. point where like you're you can't even perform. You're just shaking.
0: And looking and, at people's phones and that sort of stuff. Like, what are you doing? I get it. Maybe like he maybe he's trying to like. There was some other stuff some too, shit. and I'm,
1: I forgot to make a note about it. But there is some other stuff too that was coming out about what he was doing in Toronto, which is also another reason why he got fired. And you know. Columbus kind of took a, you know, took a flyer on a coach and brought him in because, like you said, he's an old school, you know, hard nosed NHL coach, and like, all right, we can get, and he lasted for two freaking months before he's going through people's phones and projecting images, and, and, and again. Statements were released that did seem like they were trying to protect the organization, which I do totally understand, especially if you're the captain. Like, the last thing you're going to do, right, is probably say something out loud that's going to, like, completely trash your organization. Everyone's looking up to you. And you know what you want to do, especially around this time of year? Not deal with any of this bullshit and just focus on playing hockey. But there were, again, anonymous players that were making statements being like, yeah, no, it was weird. Like, it was it was very uncomfortable I don't know what he was doing. Like, I just like he's like making us hand over our phones. I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking know, man.
0: Let's 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 get past the era of like just getting the the people who are trolls just to be trolls and yes. assholes out of out of hockey. Yes, and like there's a difference between being a hard ass coach and being a complete just like what the hell are you yeah. doing. And screwing people up. So, uh, yeah, and the peace. reports
1: were all true. Like the NHLPA, again, they investigated it and their director, Marty Walsh, actually said, and quote, our players deserve to be treated with respect in the workplace. Unfortunately, that was not the case in Columbus. The club's decision to move forward with a new head coach is the appropriate course of action, yep. which is just, you know, fancy legal talk for being like, get this guy the hell out of town and I don't think he'll be coaching the
0: NHL ever again. Peace to Mike Babcock. He will be back at some point in the NHL somewhere. That's my, that's my hot take number three. He he might get another shot somewhere. Like an assistant capacity or like a consultant or something. He's won Stanley. He's won a Stanley cup. Yeah. And that gets you a lot of. I was
1: gonna say, once you win a Stanley, unfortunately, I feel like you can kind of—I don't want to say—do whatever you want. That's obviously not the case, but I feel like you get a lot of uh, a lot of rope, right? You, yeah. you get a lot of leeway yeah. to yeah. be able to keep fucking up. It's like yeah. how many times has this guy got to get fired for weirding out dudes and crossing the line? Do we need to keep giving him chances? Yeah, give him
0: a six-figure job. It's like, dude, he doesn't need the money. Just fucking go chill in Scottsdale. Yep. No, I. And also, too, want to say about the spitting chicklets is like you. And like, I'm a big fan of you. If you hate them, if you don't like them i get it but i did see like they broke the story because it's a true story yeah like they've been talking they've been talking to players for so long that openly say yeah babcock is a complete asshole yeah and, and here's what he's doing now right and they're and they are you know they they talk to so many players and so they know all these things so got to give credit where credit is due the yes. fact that they uncovered this yeah and it was legit they were getting a lot of heat they're like oh yeah. you guys are hacks and those, but like they're one of the biggest they're they're one of the biggest hockey media outlets around yeah I mean, like i said
1: love them hate them more and different um you know it was broken on their podcast and it, and it turns out via nhlpa that it was true and it's a good thing uh that it was broken because babcock had to get the hell out of columbus and i hope he isn't coaching an nhl team pretty much ever again
0: i don't know if there's a bet on that i would i would put five dollars down on a bet that Babcock would be coaching again within a year calendar year. I'll make, I would, I'll make you that bet, but
1: my part of it would be not at, not a head coach coaching. Okay. Well, you, okay, yeah, okay, so I, I can see him coaching. There's but. management. Uh-huh. Maybe like an assistant. Yeah. Coach. I don't think he's going to head coach ever again. You're now, never. if he got, a, if he got a job in a front office somewhere as an yeah. assistant, am I surprised? Absolutely not. I'll check DraftKings to see. <laughs> <laughs> because I had, I actually we need a
0: good cop Babcock. Uh, tab on DraftKings. Write it down, dude. There you go. Write it down. I know. We, could, we, we need t-shirts. Yeah. We need Kraken t-shirts mm-hmm. and we need NHL we
1: need t-shirts. D- we need Dundertaker. We gotta start sketching that oh, out. Dude, we inked that deal. We he's have gonna, to he's do He's gonna go ham this season.
0: He's And he maybe he'll buy a shirt. Where we'll we just send him one.
1: Yeah, and he'll probably light on fire. and Be like, don't ever talk to me What if he again. wears it? like Under, under his, his uniform. Like a post-game presser, just
0: sweaty in you know, a fucking Dundertaker shirt. We need it. We yeah. need to do it. We'll, we'll figure it out. We have a lot. We have a lot, we have a lot. We have a lot to do. The season's in like right. two weeks. Good news. All right. We don't have any sponsors. Yeah, we have some sponsors. Thanks to like DraftKings, and lie. Raycon, right? But, um, but also too, like we don't, we don't. have any like big time buck sponsors to help us get shirts and then send them to to Dundertaker. But what I was going to say is, I've actually parlayed my Maddie Beneers bet from last season, mm-hmm. and I've grown it by a couple hundred dollars. Nice. Since, because I've been betting on football, college uh-huh. football, and, and all sorts of stuff. So first of all, DraftKings book. I was in California last week, couldn't bet. Because some states can't do it. I had no idea you were in California last week. I totally was. Yeah. Sonoma, drinking wine, trying yeah. to make bets. Couldn't oh, do it. Okay. But now I'm back in Louisiana. And guess what? I'm on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You should be too. And the NFL is going down, right? We'll get to hockey here soon. But new customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Okay? DraftKings is safe, reliable, all right and there's awesome offers for every single game and that's been my hack is if you go to the sport of choice that you want to bet on and you look there's promotions usually for everything especially with the NFL NFL and college football mm-hmm. and you can there's like no sweat bets where you can like bet bet up to $10 on a certain whatever. Every bet makes me sweat, but I, I, that's cool. But what's cool is like you up to 10, if you lose, you'll get your money back up to $10. Oh. So what I do is I go make a bet that I think's going to win. Mm-hmm. I bet 10 bucks on it. Mm-hmm. And if I lose, I get it back. You get it. Okay. But I like I've won that. a bunch. I've you got to keep like, the degenerate ball rolling. I've won like a hundred bucks. There you so go. Far. So I'm up All like a hundred, right. 250 bucks. I cashed out because I can't, I can't mess with that. I'm up a million dollars, which is pretty awesome. Wow. Why are you still hanging out with me because uh, you know look I'm, I'm gonna probably make a billion dollar uh bet on a million dollar bet on like uh you know, cracking it and, or something. I was gonna say yeah. cracking 100 points in the season. Yeah, million dollars. Okay, okay. Let me do it. Let me work on that. Mm-hmm. I'm at 600. So, right. <laughs> okay. but here's the deal. It's fun. It's easy. You bet what you want to bet, right? Like you can bet a couple of dollars. It's and and I I really enjoy it. It's fun. It makes it makes watching for me watching sports a little more fun. So football, hockey's on the way. If you're a new customer, download the app now. Sign up with the code THPN. The Hockey Podcast Network THPN. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit Mm www.1800gambler.net. Okay. And then see our show notes for details because there's tons of details there, but download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which is awesome. And what's cool is you can be listening to stuff uh, on your Bluetooth wireless headphones from our friends at Raycon, right? Raycon, they are basically, here's the deal with them, is high-tech quality audio. That means earbuds, wireless earbuds. That means wireless speakers, tons of different things that you can check out, right? And you're not going to pay what you'd pay for, like, the fruit brand, Right, you're Mm -hmm. not going to pay what you pay for the big brands. Mm -hmm. Raycon has the tech, has the reliability. Bananas cost way more. Bananas cost a lot. Yeah, they cost a lot. Yeah, look up the like the banana. Remember the the uh, uh, banana republic? Have you read about that? There's always money in the banana stand. (laughs) There's true. There's the the Duluths or the Blues, and then there's also two. There's also two like horrible. terrible things that happened in the the early 1900s involving bananas anyway this is about raycon uh you can listen to a podcast i'm sure about that on your raycon wireless earbuds Uh, just search i'm sure in in your podcast store banana republic and you'll find out the terrible stuff that happened around uh selling bananas anyway so there you go raycon wireless earbuds audio you want to check out raycon because they've got uh, uh lower prices better tech um, they've got uh, easy and free return guarantees. There's two years of product protection, free domestic shipping. They have over fifty thousand five star reviews. They've got everything that you need. Crystal clear call quality because you know some of the the fruit brand when you the, the call quality is not that great on some of those. Yeah, so, my bananas, my one of them went out. It did. Yeah, oh, man. So Raycon is. Awesome. And you should check them out with this awesome offer. Go to buyraycon.com, like purchase. Buyraycon.com slash THPN today. Get 15% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. So thank you, Raycon. And note them questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. The first, I, I would say this, I kind of count this as like the new season, you know, we had our lull in podcasting and now we're at this new season of podcasting. Mm-hmm. No, them questions. This is where, you know, look, J- Joey and I, we uh, love hockey. Um, you know, we, we shockingly don't know everything about hockey. We don't. And I'm trying. Uh, other podcasts will tell you they do mm-hmm. and they, they gloat and say, we know everything about hockey. You're dumb. Don't ask us any questions. Mm-hmm. Like We've heard that on other podcasts. Yeah. Don't ask me for names. They've texted us that. Yeah. They said, you're just dumb. Like, I don't even know how you got my number. You don't even know anything about hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that phone number. It's just like, it spells out Kraken uh, pod. Yeah. Which is one number two. It's actually just you texting me. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> but here's the deal though, is like, don't be afraid to ask a question. Like if you're too lazy to research it, we'll do it for you. Right. It's awesome content. So if you have a question for none non- questions, just get at us on social email us, whatever you want. And uh, this is a really good one because I really don't know the answer. Good discussion coming. This comes from X slash Twitter. What is today's no dumb question and who brought it to us?
1: This week's No Dumb Question is uh, Daniel Reyes. Shout out to Daniel, member of the Kraken Pod fam on Twitter. Also, shout out to the fam, all three people that hung out with us you know, and waited for us to come back, and uh, they are now listening to us again. So here's the question. Do you think that the Seattle Kraken... T- blah, blah, blah. Do you okay. think that the Seattle... You got to leave that in. Do you think that the Seattle Kraken will get a captain this year? I was thinking like Kraken captain, and it messed me up. I don't know why. Um, and if so... But you could say bad cop, bad... Babcock, no problem. Yeah. I can't say it. No, it's good cop, Babcock. I still can't say it. I know, but I'm telling you, it's really close. It I'm just saying. It don't feel bad. Um, if so, who do you think the captain will be? His personal vote would be Yanni Gorder, Jordan Eberly, But do we need a captain? A large portion of our success of a franchise based on community, hardworking men playing together. Could not agree more. That was the story of last year. It's all that. All the national broadcasts were like beating to death uh, during uh, during the playoffs, which totally fine with. So, um I'll go into personal opinions here in a second. I would love to hear yours, Jeff. We have not talked about this. There's an actual really, really, really good article from Seattle Hockey Insider writer Rob Simpson that I read on, which I know you're shocked by. Um, He's great. And he actually made a case for every single starter. Now, granted, he doesn't actually think every single starter deserves a chance to be the captain or whatever, but it's just funny to hear him like, uh, to to outline a reason uh, for every single person, and the current alternative captains are Jordan Eberly, Jaden Schwartz, Yanni Gord, and Big Cat Adam Larson.
0: It's one of those four. If there's a captain,
1: I believe so. Um, I don't think we, we let's see, we want to go into personal opinions now. Let me yeah. hear yours first.
0: 60% they don't go with a captain at all. Is this so, like a 60% of the time it works every time kind yeah, of situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a okay. pie chart, is where I'm, my, yeah. my feeling's at. 60% of me says they're going to keep with the flow that brought them to the table, which is we're a team's team. We're the best team's team in the NHL, where you know, we spread out the scoring, da 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 da. So we don't want to put any emphasis on one single player, right? Mm-hmm. Although they are, have four alternates, right? Yeah. So 60% of me thinks, okay, you know what? They're going to continue the trend. No captain. Mm hmm. And another 40% says Yanni Gord. Okay. I
1: I don't think they name a captain. I think they stick with the alternative. I think they stick with the alternatives. I you can easily make a case for any of the alternatives being captain. Um I would like to see Yanni Gord. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Schwartzy, actually, if he were named captain. I think that this is being done very intentionally because I do like continuing to build a new organization around a team mentality. I also think that Ron Francis, because it's chestnut not checkers with Ron WWRD and Ron, we trust. um, I think that this is being done intentionally because I think in a year or two, this is Maddie Benier's team. I think he will be the captain uh, next season or the season after. And is he there yet? No, but I think very soon he will be. And uh and I'm very, very excited for that day to come. Um, but I think that's that's what's going on here. So no, I do not think the captain will roll crack and will roll with the captain. Why am I having a hard time with that? But I can say good cop, bad cock.
0: I don't know. That's crazy to me that you can't. You know, okay. So uh yeah, all right. So I I I think I'm gonna go with you and I'm gonna say, okay, they don't have a captain this year. Mm-hmm. I like that idea of Maddie benears uh becoming the captain uh mm-hmm. in a couple of years. Now look, here's the, look at me, I am the captain now. Here's the deal. We're a team's team. Last year, regular season, Matty Beneers finished with 57 points. Mm-hmm. 24 goals, 33 assists. Yep. Over, under. 57 points. Oh, over in a heartbeat. You kidding me? Like, the, his workout
1: regimen, like, the dude's gonna, you know, put on weight in the offseason. He continues to work on his game. He's dedicated to his craft. Like, I'm taking the over on, on that in a heartbeat. Over, under, 75 points. Oh. I'm going to take the under on that. I think it's going to be high 60s, low 70s, but not 75. 72, 72, 73. I like seventy-two. Okay. Don't like seventy-five. Terrible number. Seventy-two. I'm, dip, yeah. I'm down with. I also just don't like odd numbers in general. It's a weird OCD thing I have. I like even numbers, okay. so I'm going to go
0: seventy-two. Okay. I'm looking at a lot his his stat line, and there's a lot of even numbers in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah.
1: I mean, granted, he did get taken out. You know, dirty hit playing against Vancouver, missed the All-Star game, which was uh-huh, a which uh-huh, was uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. unfortunate.
0: Yep. 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 People, people don't forget. Uh-uh. They don't like elephants. We do not forget. We Do not forget. Nope. 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 Okay. So cool. That's a great <laughs> note. in question and we'll see what happens and we'll know that soon which is pretty cool yes so three stars of the week this is where Joey and I talk about what's awesome in our life we rank it and sometimes it's stuff that we've done sometimes it's uh, you know just TV shows I, I, I don't know if you have listed I actually have not looked at yours I don't know if you have listed anything about the trip the trip that you went on,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to give it away at which point, but yeah, I'll okay. uh,
0: I'll get into it. Now I'm looking, I see it. Okay. Yeah, okay,
1: I mean it's right there. I mean it's a shared Google Drive. Where do we? Doc.
0: I'm looking at it now, so I guess. That's so we, good
1: that you're looking at the notes we, at we, the end of the episode. We both have
0: our <laughs> trips. We both have our trips. I knew we both
1: have our trips. Just at been the time. winging it for an hour. You've been doing great though. Good, You've been crushing you. it. You Did had to take a solid phone call, segways. No. Yes. Ah, uh, so
0: you, we paused at some point so I could take a phone call from a client, which mm-hmm. is like you scared the shit out of me. Yeah, but we're good. Okay, so anyway. Here we go. Are we starting? Am I starting? Are you starting? You start. Go. Okay. Call the midwife. That's a show on Netflix. Or just tell me to do that. It's a it's a BBC show. Mm-hmm. It's been on for like twelve seasons. Nice. And it's just the same episode over and over again. It is. And my wife found it, and I really actually like it a lot because it's kind of like it's 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 a little dramatic, but it's also slightly peaceful. Okay. Uh, it's about a. Um, mid midwifery, right. Which is like back in the sixties, fifties, sixties, back in like the, the era um, uh, of England. They, it, it's a uh, Catholic nuns, Okay. And they are midwives. Yeah. And so it's nuns, and then they hire nurses. So you got the nuns who are like, you know, uh, you know, married to Jesus. And then you have these, you know, people who just work there, these women who just worked there that are nurses, and they're midwives. And the whole story is about them. They basically, anybody who's having a baby, people did, back in the day didn't go to the hospital to have babies No, at, they at went home. to a bathtub, and they called the midwife. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which I, my wife pointed out is that all the beds where, like, the women are on at home, like, they, the beds look perfect after they've, like, even after they've, like, been, you know, crushing out a baby for like hours on end the beds always look perfect anyway this show is really weirdly like nicely satisfying to watch even though there's like drama there's some you know baby drama there's some babies literal that baby, don't drama. Make it. Yeah. baby drama there's literally baby drama mama drama but it's like a peaceful it's like a bbc like style like i don't i can't i can't explain it other than the fact that like i love watching the show so i'm I'm, okay. I'm i'm really into call the midwife right now so i'm i'm pretty cool I'm okay pretty with it I'm glad that your third star is a show that came out twelve years ago. It's, it's very, rolling, very
1: informative. Dude. It's
0: still around. It's still around. It's still, it's still cranking out episodes. BBC is still crushing it with this.
1: All right, I'm going with a more relevant topic. My third star of the week is Taylor Swift. Yeah. So Taylor Swift is now allegedly, apparently, it's on video, whatever, dating Kansas City, you know, superstar, tight end. Mike go down as the best tight end uh, in NFL history when his career is over. Uh, Travis Kelsey, and so she was spotted. There was a lot of rumors. He so he shot his shot with Taylor Swift uh, a handful of years ago on a podcast, just basically being like, "I love to kiss her." Well, guess what? Like he made that happen. Oh, he did. The, okay, he, I didn't he, know that. He manifested. He manifested Taylor Swift into his life. She was seen uh, at a suite, uh, rooting for him at the that was a Sunday night football game, and she was like, "Fuck yeah!" And that was caught on camera, which was a pretty cool thing to see. Um, I have, I think I have a hot take on this though. I have a hot take on it and it's not me being anti Taylor. I'm just coming at it from a, I'm a little bit of a different point of view here.
0: I I'm, I, I'm interested in your hot take. But okay. I, I also have something that's big, your hot take. Okay. Please lay it on You me. go first. I, you have to go first. My hot take is that this is very strategic. Um, she has
1: dated in the past in ways that have seen or come across as very strategic for her career. And the things that she's been doing with making music and all that stuff, I don't think it's a coincidence that Sunday Night Football, millions of viewers, and also next week I'm pointing out that the Kansas City Chiefs have the Monday Night Football game in New York. I'm pretty sure they play the Jets. No big deal. Just like the biggest media market, Monday Night Football. And guess who's going to be in the sweet box next to Patrick Mahomes' wife, who's probably going to be giving her like the dagger eyes because she wants all the attention. I won't even get into that situation. Did
0: you watch the uh, the quarterback show on, on Netflix? I did watch that. I thought that that, that made them look like. It, 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 I kind of like I still them. can't I fucking. I, I still them.
1: can't stand her. I
0: kinda. still. You know what I came across? She came of- across as like a
1: family woman. I like eh, her. She's okay. I, I just think she's kind of. I was in your boat. I have a heart. What I watched that show, you know what I hate that I came out with though. I was like, man, I really like Kirk Cousins.
0: Oh, yeah, he's funny. such
1: a good dude. He's so funny. He's such a good, good dude. He's like, yep. he's such a target dad. Ooh, um. Anyway, okay, so target daddy. Um. No, so and I think that this is potentially strategic. I mean, like she has a new album coming out at the end of what October, and all of a sudden she's doing this national national TV stuff. Apparently they've been dating for a couple of weeks, but she's in the suite rooting for him. Like they've been dating for like six months to a year. I don't know, man. Like, listen, this isn't, this is not an anti Taylor Swift thing. I do enjoy her music. I am definitely not a Swifty. You won't catch me on an airplane, you know, singing Taylor Swift songs out loud on my, on my iPhone while people record me and put me on TikTok. With that being said, this seems a little bit strategic. I think the timing of it, is is a little questionable genius. and it it is genius pop culture genius no and here's the thing it's not really a knock because if if this is a very and by the way them exiting together was a little strange like there's no holding hands like the chemistry was kind of weird like They're just walking side by side. He's wearing some like weird white and blue Canadian tuxedo. I don't know. All I'm saying is that she is a creative genius. I do think that there is very intentional things behind everything she does throughout her career. When I'd be surprised that this is a move, I would not be surprised at all. By the way, Travis Kelsey is fucking raking in all the benefits from this. He gained 300,000 followers on his socials in one night, just from being mentioned with Taylor Swift. Uh, his jersey sold out like across all the freaking online stores like his merch went through the roof he's like a top 5 merch guy in the NFL now like like, this is the Taylor Swift effect, man. That's what it does. All right, please, you're, you're writing to drop some Two bombs Two things.
0: On me. One thing is, I think, selfishly for him, mm-hmm. he's pissing off Patrick Mahomes, who is the media darling of the NFL. Mahomes and, looked because, happy. He was
1: waving her on the, on the sidelines.
0: I, I think he's pissing him off intentionally mm-hmm. to squeeze another Super Bowl out of Mahomes. I like that. Because he's he, he's like, you know, Patrick knows mm-hmm. that I'm getting all this attention because I'm with Taylor Swift. He's really jealous now. Okay. So, you know, if you watch the quarterback show, he's like, fuck, fuck. He's just dropping F-bombs like, crazy yeah, fuck fucker this fucking kelsey guy i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna fuck yeah. him up we're gonna win a super bowl and people yeah. stop talking about him okay and then the second thing is we i made that yesterday <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I, please describe what you're showing me because so we i'm yeah. trying to make more content for my social media i'm sorry actually trying to Make content for our social. Well, that's media good. Agency. you have a social media
1: company. Too, and I, so. in
0: office style, we made a video yesterday where I forced my staff to spray paint me to teach them how to jump on social media uh, pop culture news. Uh-huh. So this is some video, and this is them actually in the rain. I'm forcing them to spray paint me. Yes. And uh <laughs> it's just great. So I basically made Travis Kelsey's outfit. That's amazing. And it's what did you do with that? It's sitting in the office taking oh, a So paint. you're gonna wait
1: and take until it's not it. relevant anymore, oh, and no, then I you're gonna the share it? this. Okay, morning. No, I shared Okay. It. I was I like, share. come on, man. I will we you know how trends back. go. You gotta get on it. I'll retweet it from the cracking pot. That was so 24
0: hours ago, Jeff. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I couldn't get to it, so I gotta hire people. I couldn't get to posting it. I know. all right. So um I'm gonna make this real quick. I do gotta I do gotta roll out. We can't have an episode like last week, so yes. I got I have too much time left. A month ago, but yeah, a month ago, yes, yeah, right. Uh, my second star is hard rock country. I, uh, for the longest time, I'm, I've been like pretty. When it comes to country music, which I know you love, mm-hmm. I'm pretty Die hard, pretty hardcore with like, man, the like current country kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm it's cl- been that way for years. Classic so. country, it, but there's like back in the '70s up until the, to the '80s, country was very like just like outlaw country and right. And there's been there's been some really good stuff that's come out over the past you know 30, 40 years. Mm. But I feel like um, I really got into this guy named Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, who's like one of the best songwriters. He's um, like Nashville. a DJ name more than a country. He's guy. awesome, dude, because he's he he basically is got his hand, he's written songs for like all the popular guys because mm. he writes He writes songs that are very, like, similar to what you hear, you know, beers, that sort of stuff. But he does it in a way that's just better, right?
1: Beers in my truck and my dog and my truck again.
0: But he does does it. It's really clever and really good. Mm -hmm. And then it's like he's the the guy who's kind of helped bring, like, sort of, like, almost, like, uh, uh, like basically rap country to life. You know, a lot okay. of bass, not a lot of twang, like a lot, and like still, it's I, it's hard to explain. Anyway, this dude's got an album, and he's had many albums. He's a huge songwriter and a, a huge performer too. His name's Hardy, and this dude like has put out this awesome album earlier this year that I just found. So it started mm-hmm. in January. And it ha- the first, ha- it's called The Mockingbird and the Crow, and it's a concept album. It's the best thing because the first half of the album, all the songs are in lowercase, case. And that's where he's the Mockingbird. Okay. And halfway through the album, there's a song called The Mockingbird and the Crow. And the Mockingbird is in lowercase, and the word crow, the crow is in all capital letters. And then from the rest of the album on, the songs are all capital letters. Okay. And what that is, the Mockingbird is I'm the guy that writes all the songs that all the songs sound like. I'm the Mockingbird. I made my money off of being a Mockingbird, right? Okay. I'm the crow as in I'm also, too, I'm also the guy who is completely different. And the rest of the fucking album is hard, heavy metal. Okay. And it's like, he's, he's, he's talking about country shit, but he's dropping F-bombs everywhere, and it's just like, it's metal. Like, it's like, it's rock, hard rock, and it's fucking awesome. I just, I'm obsessed with it. So okay. I started to go down the rabbit hole of all this other stuff, because all the things that he's attached to, they just all have a good aura about him. Like, there's some aspect of them that's good musically, in my opinion, and I'm actually kind of a, a fan of country music changing sort of, sort of like this pop music metal rap weird hybrid. Okay. And it you know, I, I I I'm just into it. I'm into it. So there you go. That's it. That's my number 2. That's your that's your number 2. Okay. It's pretty badass. The whole
1: time you were talking about that, I just kept thinking of uh of Bubba Sparks, honestly. That's where my head went.
0: Well, damn, Bubba Sparks yeah, I mean, but you talk about, uh, you country, rap about? Also, was, was country
1: rap or whatever. Also, you don't want to talk rap. about country rap. Can we shout out the Nappy Roots? Uh, their album, Watermelon, Chicken, and Grits. You ever listen to <laughs> Nappy Roots? Have I listened to Nappy Roots? Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Like, you let's, know I'm a hardcore rap fan. I know. Even the you rap. are the rap guy. Like the rap. Okay. All right, my uh, my second star, and I'll go quick, is fucking Scope Buffs. Now, listen, I know they got Dion blown. Sanders is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's the best, and he's my freaking head coach, man, and I love him to death. And listen, yes, they lost. They got blown out by Oregon. Honestly, I was not in another wedding. I was in Minnesota this past weekend, so Jesus. I didn't get to watch much of it. We
0: you Piper Shaw's? She's already married.
1: She's already married. Yeah. yeah. Was but she uh, there? She was she was there. She was not there. No,
0: I was no, looking no. for her, though. Yeah. She pipes, you know, if you hear this. There might be somebody at that wedding who knows Piper Shaw besides you. Maybe, maybe. Six um, degrees
1: yeah. Oh, that's very true. Mm-hmm, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, no man, but yeah, so they, just because they got blown out, I don't give a shit. This is my team. I'm ride or die. Dion handled everything with class. I freaking love it. Listen, I was a fan of this teaming. I said I started going to school there. I went to every single game and watched us get blown out by 30 points a game. So if one one win is definitely not going to deter me, uh, this is my team for life. So just go Buffs. And people are just mad about the national attention. But Deion Sanders is a good dude. And all he does you, is like want to help
0: people out. If you hate on that, then I don't know what to tell you. If you listen to what he says and how he says it and like spend 10 minutes listening to the stuff that he said to it's this incredible. team, he's a great leader. He's yeah. an awesome leader. He's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. I, love, I love what he's love doing him to death. And that's my head coach. He walked into the locker room at the beginning, before the season started and said, Hey, anybody who wants to quit should quit. Yeah. And his whole point was, and people got, they quit. And he's like, and they were, they're like saying like, Oh, uh, dude, didn't you think it was a little rough to say that to him? He's like, if words hurt you, right. That means you're not tough enough for this team. Yeah. And also
1: the, the team out. last year the won, they, they won one game last year. So yeah. the reality is like players and coaches both had to go. Like yeah. he's coming in there to change the culture and he had to do it. Yeah. And it's just like he said, after the yeah. Oregon game, which I freaking love this quote, cause Oregon was talking a lot of shit and that's fine because they kicked Colorado's ass. But after the game, Dion said, end quote, you better get me now because
0: this is the worst I'm going to be. I'm awesome. just like, God, I love him so That's much. so good. I Anyways. love that. All right, my number one star and time's sticking for me. I'm just going to say this. I think I'm a West Coast guy now. I think I'm like, I'm into the Kraken. Like I, I, We just, just now discovered that West Coast, Best Coast? Dude, I'm serious. Like, I'm with you. Also, too, I grew up in Michigan, which is no coast affiliate. No, you're just now, you're I'm a southern You're coast, a lake guy. I'm on the Gulf Coast. So, like, there's that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm talking about the East and the West, yeah. huge. I'm throwing up dubs because- Okay. Uh, we went to Sonoma and Napa. Yes, uh, my wife and I for a few days. Horrible, horrible. I won't go into flight drama, but horrible wh- flight drama on Wednesday. Lost out on a the day there, and then Thursday. How Friday, do you have so- flight drama? I can't get into it. I don't have time. I will get okay. into it if you'd like to. Please no, email we gotta me. Go. I will give. Okay. It to you. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes to listen to, pop, to flight drama, yeah. uh, except for me when I talk about it. Right. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, and but we went. We stayed in Sonoma for uh, three days, and then we went to San Francisco for for a, a night, a day, and we just had wine. We just hung out. We were away from the. Kids, no kids. It was an awesome trip. The weather was awesome. So, in the past like year, okay, calendar year, I've been to uh, Oregon to Willamette, right. Mm-hmm. Then we went to uh, Vancouver, Vancouver because of the Alaska cruise, cruise and now Sonoma yeah. and the in San Francisco, California. So you've gone everywhere but Washington State. I'm gonna get there. The calendar year is not over. Just shrugging my shoulders. And actually. then, but we're working on that. You know, you know, I want to go. All right, I want to go. Just right. try, I'm trying to make some more money so I can just drop some change on a plane ticket. I'm just gonna book a flight and force your hand. That's okay. It's like I mean, Jeff, I'm going. Are you going to come and join me or? I'm working. Hey, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working up to. Anyway, so, dude, it was an awesome trip for my wife yeah. and I. We had a blast. But uh, I love the West Coast. I'm loving it. I get it. I
1: totally understand, man. And my uh, my first star of the week is just international travel. Holy shit. That was a
0: whirlwind two weeks. I went just, from Give me the 15-second rundown of everywhere you went starting from I'm sorry, I'm away from the mic. Starting <laughs> give me a 15-second rundown of everywhere you went, uh uh-huh. starting from the last time we were on the podcast because you were going to like Los Angeles first. Yeah. Uh like uh, La- a month ago.
1: Laguna Beach, epic wedding, uh epic wedding on cliffs, sunset, Los Angeles, uh Koreatown barbecue. Uh, quick night in Athens, Greece. Layover in Austria. No sleep. Santorini, Greece. Very beautiful. Uh, words and photos. Words, uh, photos and words, videos. Photos. photos and videos don't do it any justice. Lots of tourists. Do stuff early in the morning. Cruise ships dump a lot of people there. Uh, also a little bit expensive, but you kind of expect that. Back to Athens. History. Seven thousand year old city. Uh, did a, a whole bunch of tours in Athens. Had some good food. Uh, went to a, a Lebanese Iraqi wedding on a vineyard outside of Athens. Parted until four in the morning, slept two hours, land in Rome, take a train down to Florence, Florence, uh, everything is 20 minutes walkable, best sandwich of my life, shout out to Pino's, uh, went, found a speakeasy, uh, a secret bar, uh, went there, had a cocktail, uh, super, super cool, um, walked around, ate, ate the best pasta of my life, uh, shout out to Trattoria, Zaza, had a truffle, uh, truffle uh, ravioli that was delicious boar's head pasta a whole bunch of other shit uh, ate cheese every day had no issues with my lactose intolerance because everything that we use here uh, in the u.s is sprayed with like pesticides and herbicides and additives and all sorts oh, of shit, shit you're uh, right went up to rome uh stayed outside the vatican went to the vatican went to the, vatican, went to the sistine chapel didn't take any photos they didn't want to be a dick other people were they're were getting yelled at Um, saw a bunch of really cool stuff, went to the Coliseum, uh, Trevi Fountain, the Pantheon, ate a bunch of food, drank a shit ton of wine, uh, flew back uh, to New York, New York one night, New York bagel crashed, woke up back to new Orleans a week later, Minnesota just got back two days ago. Uh, great wedding, Minneapolis, had a juicy Lucy
0: at Matt's. That is the way. We will recap any trips we take yeah. from now on. That was way better than a 20. Like, it was so awesome. We went into like a minute and a half. I mean, I got to go. I got to go. I'll I think I mine. just blocked out. feel like
1: you know, Will fare on old school. You did. You just like totally like, yeah. you just
0: like clicked in and we're like yeah. you hit the ski slopes going a thousand miles an hour and yeah. like you just did like the moguls yeah i was nuts what yeah i just blocked out that was awesome all right okay cool note to anybody in broadcasting anywhere if you have to detail if you're detailing a trip you got to do it just like that that's yeah. awesome I love also
1: that. rome deceptively big like huge like, everywhere you go, 20 to 30-minute Uber. Everywhere. When in Rome, everywhere. take an Uber. When in Rome, that's take an say. Uber. Yeah.
0: Well, dude, I, gotta, I oh, do got to a. Oh, I
1: had, oh, had e Pepe at the place where Anthony Bourdain discovered it. Oh, oh,
0: my God. That's cool. Life-changing. Bucket list thing for you?
1: Bucket, well, just insane fucking pasta. Just nuts. Anyways, I'm done.
0: Uh, okay. I would like to talk about this longer, but I have a, a potentially life-changing no, uh, meeting. No, we got to go. So, uh, so I got to go do that. But um, All right, so. Kraken Hockey's back. Joey just crushed it. I mean, honestly, that was your shot right there, dude. It's time to take a nap. Um, so there you go. Uh, we will be back next week. We're starting to record on Tuesdays again. We're here. We're doing it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying up with the, us on, on uh, social media at the Kraken Pod. Things are changing, and we, we, it's going to be good for, for you and the Kraken Pod fam and, and for us as well. So, Joey, have an awesome week. Uh, have an awesome week uh, with you. Watch some preseason hockey. We'll talk next week. Thank you for listening to the Kraken Pod, and we got a chirp of the week for you. Good win by Schwartz, here's Dunn, popping out McCann to the line, Everly in front, they go, they score, that's on defense!